Hello and welcome to the Real Friends Who Read Books podcast, where my friends and I force each other to read books we wouldn't typically read, because that's what a book club is all about. I'm your host, Mary Page, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Erica and Courtney. Every other week, we'll dive into one of our picks, exploring the themes and characters, and whatever else comes along the way. You know, like a book club, but without the snacks. This is Real Friends Who Read Books. These are my real friends, and we've got some books to read. Let's get to it. This week, we'll be discussing Emily Henry's latest novel, People We Meet on Vacation. Two best friends, ten summer trips, one last chance to fall in love. Pack your bags. Alex and Poppy. They have nothing in common. She's a wild child. He wears khakis. She has an insatiable wanderlust. He prefers to stay home with a book. And somehow, ever since a fateful car ride home from college many years ago, they are the very best of friends. For most of the year, they live far apart. She's in New York City, and he's in their small hometown. But every summer for a decade, they have taken one glorious week of vacation together. Until two years ago, when they ruined everything. They haven't spoken since. Poppy has everything she should want, but she's stuck in a rut. When someone asks when she was last truly happy, she knows without a doubt that it was on that ill-fated final trip with Alex. And so she decides to convince her best friend to take one more vacation together, lay everything on the table, make it all right. Miraculously, he agrees. Now she has a week to fix everything. If only she can get around the one big truth that has always stood quietly in the middle of their seemingly perfect relationship. What could possibly go wrong? Vibe check, friends. This book has been buzzed about all over Instagram. How did you feel about it? Worth the hype? Worth the hype? Yeah, I love that the options you gave me were worth the hype or worth the hype. In your mind, you're like, yeah, that's the only <laughs> choice. It's worth it. Oh, did I just say it you're wrong? wrong? You think I'm wrong? Did I just say it wrong? <laughs> yeah, but leave it. It's funny. I love. love I was just how sitting here waiting. I'm like, why is she answering? I'm like, <laughs> no, that was perfect. Is it worth it or is it worth it? What do you think? Yeah, I'll be real. I I missed the hype, so that was all news to me. But this was definitely a really fun summer read. Based on the name alone, I had a hunch going in that this was going to be a really good book to read on a beach, and I can now confirm that it is indeed a really delightful beach read. So I wasn't wrong. Yes, and not just a beach, because I took mine camping, and I finished it in a day and a half. So I would absolutely say it is worth the hype. Um, I loved it. I I brought it thinking, ah, maybe I'll read it, maybe I won't. Because I, I went into this one without expectations. I was like, yeah, it looks like it'll be good. Um, but I absolutely loved it. So, uh, yeah, worth the hype, worth the hype. Dare we say it's just a good vacation read? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I <laughs> I actually read this book pretty quickly as well in about one to two days, which is quick for me. I definitely enjoyed it. It was fun, quick, lighthearted, definitely my kind of read. Um, like I said earlier, this book was literally everywhere, like on every summer reading list that I have seen. So do I think it's worth the hype? I'm actually kind of undecided. Um, And I think it's because I set my expectations way too high because I kept on seeing everyone going, this is the best book. You know what I mean? So, which I think is my own fault. Classic mistake. I I do that every New Year's. Anything. (laughs) Every New Year's. It's a classic. (laughs) Every freaking New Year's. (laughs) 
I think I liked her other book actually better, Beach Read. Yeah, Beach mm. Read, which might be an unpopular opinion, but I liked that one actually a little bit more. Which I just learned isn't necessarily no, about a beach. It's not. Wow. Yeah. Mind well, I feel like her title, <laughs> titles are a little bit misleading, but her books are still really good. A little bit. So. Yes. Yeah. Work on the titles, but otherwise, exactly. we love it. That's our greatest feedback. <laughs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> so let's start out with the layout of this book. We start at the present day, but then start flashing back to each summer that Alex and Poppy spend with each other. Do you like the flashbacks throughout the novel or nah? Okay, typically despise any kind of narrative structure that relies on flashbacks too much. Mostly just because I have a hard enough keeping up time keeping up with the present, as you can tell by how I couldn't even say that sentence. <laughs> um, however, I will say, really proud of myself, I cut on to this pattern very early here. Ooh. Really minimized the confusion. Gold star for me. Um, so yeah, in this case, I kind of like the contrast between past and present, and also how she wrote in those callbacks to the past in the present day conversations. Yes. Um, I thought it was a really, really clever thing because it gave you a little nugget of Poppy and Alex's history. Um, and it created more tension in the present day chapters because you're like, oh, okay, so where did that come from? You know, um, and I just, I really enjoyed, I just really enjoyed that. It was fun for me going back in time. I kind of liked it. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't know how many other ways I can say it. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> did you like it? I'm like not, not quite clear. <laughs> Do we think she enjoyed it? I think so. I'm so good at book reviews, guys. That's, I'm so glad that we're doing a book club podcast Hire because us. I'm so good at it. <laughs> Words are a thing. Yeah, I love a good flashback, so I definitely also enjoyed it. I think I love flashbacks because, as Courtney says, it reveals little nuggets of info on the characters that helps you better understand where they are in the story present day. So I'm all about a good flashback. And I think the way she set it up was really nice, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't confusing. Like there was she did a very simple job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. it was it was a, um, it was like a little mystery because there was that big, was it Croatia trip that they kept talking about? And so I... I did, it was like a little trail of of, of treats. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. Once again, very good for podcasts. It's me setting down treats. <laughs> All right, moving on. So when Alex and Poppy first meet, they don't necessarily hit it off. Have you ever become close with someone you didn't necessarily like in the beginning? And what do you think drew them to each other? Yeah. Okay, so at this point in my life, I'm really trying to approach meeting new people with as little expectation as possible. And it's kind of led to some pleasant surprises. So I really can't think of a ton of examples of becoming close with somebody that I didn't like in the beginning. But I can think of at least a couple times that I've become close with someone that I was very intimidated by initially, which um, probably says more about me than them, but that is neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, I've had people like this become mentors for me. I've got dear friends that I was honestly very intimidated by initially, and now they're like some of my closest confidants. Um, 
so yeah but people i like just straight up didn't like not really so anyways alex and poppy really balanced each other out well whether or not they were willing to admit it and even or could even see it honestly and i think that a dynamic like that really leads to a successful relationship whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship or a friendship that leads to a romantic relationship two for one Mm -hmm. spoiler sorry (laughs) you haven't read it (laughs) why are you here yeah here (laughs) if you haven't read it then stop come back later (laughs) there will be spoilers because this is a review of a book (laughs) just because i can't think of any words to review this book doesn't mean that it's not a review all the words in her head this is gone I took I took two weeks off of reading and basically lost all of my vocabulary. So, <laughs> yeah, for for me, um, I honestly don't like most people at first, and that's a, that's definitely a me thing. I <laughs> I want to I aspire to be like Erica, where I just go in with zero expectations. But I just I'm constantly looking at how is this person going <laughs> to hurt my feelings in some way or not like me. Like how will they screw And so me I over. don't like them. Um, yeah. How will you screw me over, you stranger who I've never met? Yeah. So I'm sure that there, I'm positive that there are people where I started off not liking them because I don't like anyone. And then I end up really liking them. Uh, and then there's also the opposite where I've started off with fr- friendships where I'm like, oh, this person is so cool. And then uh, I get hyped on them and then I don't like them afterwards. So, okay. My expectation free life has my expectation free life. I will say has led me down a few of those paths and those are yes. unpleasant to dig yourself out of, get yourself off those leases, whatever it may be. But you know what? You walk away <laughs> with really interesting stories. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, that's yes, true. Yes. That's a positive way to look at that. <laughs> Life lessons all around. It's <laughs> yes. Um, as far as Alex and Poppy, like like Erica said, I, they balance each other out. Um, I also I think fate drew them together. Um, and then once they were thrown together, they were just yeah, like so complimentary to each other that um, yeah, I think it's it's hard to not like someone that compliments you in the right way. You bounce off of each other and. It makes it more fun than just hanging out with someone that's exactly like you because that can be boring. Yeah, it yes. definitely mm-hmm. led to some good banter, too. Like, I loved the flirty banter that yes. they had, and I yes. think it's because they were opposites. Oh, man, I love banter. That's all Brandon sure. and I do. Is <laughs> You'll love her other book, then. Like, she is great at banter. I wonder There's if she's so really fun conversationally. Or as a person. Or if she's, like, I don't know. She must be. Or is she someone who it's... Yeah, it's all in her head because that's how I would be. Like I'm sure like I'm sure that writing I can, you know, I can be the most social seeming person and then as soon as you meet me and I'm just standing there in the corner like by a cat you've or got, a like, dog you know, just petting them. 48 hours to work out like, an interaction. Oh, <laughs> that's me. Exactly. As opposed to right away. <laughs> you have time to think I'm, it out. <laughs> I, going back to the the Duke and I episode, I would be much better if, or not not Duke and I, uh, potatoes. <laughs> back to potatoes. <laughs> I'm much better potatoes. at corresponding. I need time to think Way about to how I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> 
So, have I ever become close with someone I didn't necessarily like in the beginning? I can't really think of anyone that comes to mind, but it's funny because I think I'm the type of person someone has misjudged, and then once they got to know me, they tell me about how they assumed I was, like, stuck up or whatever later on, so. I think it's so funny people think you're stuck up. Hmm, that is. I could never see that. I know. I've heard it so many times. It's just because I'm quiet and I, like, stay to myself, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, I, yeah, I, (laughs) Mary Page is stuck up is, just for anyone who thinks that, you're completely (laughs) off. That is (laughs) the funniest thing I've ever heard. The least stuck up person. Yeah. (laughs) I've heard it multiple times. That's what's really ridiculous. I'm like, I think it's the other way around. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, I do think fate, as Courtney said drew them to each other and I think that's what's fun about the relationship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. speaking of Alex and Poppy who do you think you are do you think you're more of a Poppy or an Alex yo I am 4000% an Alex if any of our listeners are familiar with the Enneagram I am for sure an Enneagram 5 literally never the outgoing one Um, except I would have made some different choices than Alex because life is too short to not be speaking your truth. I mean, who's got the time, man? Come on, do better. (laughs) That's so funny that you bring up the Enneagram because I'm also a five. Um, but I have a, I have a different answer. Um, so I think at first I was thinking I'm a comfort, uh, like a combination of the two, like a Palix, a Puix, an Elpie. I don't Um, like those. (laughs) <laughs> I don't like it. Pooix. I'm a pooix. Um, but if I if I'm real, I think I'm more of a poppy. I mean, I'm a romantic like Alex, but I would never pine over someone that long without letting my feelings be known. Um, I would, however, gaslight myself into saying I wasn't in love with someone to keep myself guarded up like her. So. Yeah, I'm probably brand. Poppy. I also I also make decisions kind of more on a whim than than most. Uh, like moving out to the Pacific Northwest after knowing Brandon for like I don't know a couple weeks. <laughs> so yeah, I can see myself more as a Poppy. And also, I want her clothes. I want all of them. Um, I want I want all of her. I want her aesthetic. <laughs> I think I want to be her. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, just, I want her clothes. <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Back <laughs> up here. <laughs> no, but I want all of her outfits. Uh, it made me want to start, like, thrifting again, because I used to do that a lot. I don't, I don't anymore, but that's mostly because I have a three-year-old who rubs, like, butter on my, on my clothes and stuff, and I don't want to ruin my nice stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm 100% in Alex, minus the khakis, because I can't pull that ish off. But you know who can pull off <laughs> khakis, Erica? <laughs> hey, don't dunk on khakis. I just think of it because in school you wore khakis all when the I time. Worked, and I'm like, you know what? She really services. pulled those off. She's an Alex. <laughs> Are you thinking of that time I worked in guest services in an amphitheater for the summer? Yeah. Or oh, my yes. um, dress code in high school? You know, Which one? Both. Because... <laughs> But you yeah, pulled you them made off. it work. And not because, many people man, can. Yeah. This girl loves a pair I of khakis. Can't. To be clear, I haven't worn khakis in years, y'all. I just need you, you to need know to bring I'm not it back. a current khaki wearer. I don't think. No, don't bring them back. I, I don't agree. Don't bring style, them back, Erica. Friends. You, 
No, <laughs> looks you like pulled Dora them the off. Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> back, but like not back, in a fun back. way. <laughs> not in a fun and cool way. Uh, oh, yeah, that's. Funny. Oh god, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see. Eric, I see you as an Alex, and Courtney, I 100% see you as a Poppy, because I think you're more fun and outgoing than you think, and I think it's once you let people in. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and a lot of it's, a lot of my fun is hidden behind a wall of depression and anxiety right now, so once I get that shit figured out, you know, maybe I'll be that fun and adventurous person again. Yeah, yeah. Brandon doesn't know what's coming for him once I start this therapy. <laughs> once I get my depression sorted out, it's over for you, huh? <laughs> We're going to have so much fun. <laughs> oh, God, that's yeah. funny. I totally <laughs> thought of you, too, every time she mentioned her 70s vibe outfits, because that's totally your style. So I was like, saying. wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, I want all of her outfits. All right, so let's switch gears to vacations. Alex and Poppy go on a vacation every summer. What do you think about the places that they traveled? Which of these vacations would you want to? Yes, so I demanded you refresh my memory, and thank you for doing that. I Um, went through the book. And upon reading this, (laughs) because I forgot, I forgot a lot of them myself. So, mm-hmm. yes. Well, there's so many. Yeah. There's so Hello. many. And upon reading this list, um, Palm Springs, I read Evelyn Hugo while I was in Palm Springs. So that was a great one. Nashville, you know, Nashville has a place in my heart. I was just there visiting all my people. Yeah, honestly, I love traveling. All of their vacations sound pretty sick. I loved all of the travel references. And I also really appreciated the way that they showed a little bit of traveling on a budget when Poppy kind of scrapped together versus mm-hmm. what it's like when you're really stepping out. And so, I, you know, I obviously haven't done, like, a true luxury travel element. I've gotten a taste of the spectrum from hostels to nice hotel in Thailand, and it's been fun. It was cool to see it all reflected back in this book. Mm-hmm. All sounded like a lot of fun. I think uh, I think the company has more to do with, do with it than the places for me. Um, although, I would love to go to Norway. Also, Italy. I want to, I've never traveled outside of the country with the exception of Canada. So I would love to go somewhere else. I have a fear of that, like, um, not liking Americans thing right now, (laughs) which I don't, I do not blame them whatsoever. I don't like a lot of Americans. We're not Objectively, we're not great. I have that fear. And I think that's what held me back from going before I had a kid. And now I have a child and it's hard to travel outside the country with, with a kid. But one day, one day I'll make it out. Um, one day I'll make it out. (laughs) One day I'll make it out, she says. They're holding me hostage. (laughs) Paxton, I love you. It has nothing to do with you. (laughs) I would take any of the trips that they went on, honestly, because I didn't, I didn't get to travel that much. And if I can get past that anxiety of, uh, you know, they don't like Americans, there are a lot of places I'd love to go. You know, I think it's all about who you are with versus the places you go 100%. I agree with you. I think the people you are with make the vacation. You could go on, like, a really cool destination somewhere and not enjoy yourself because the people you're with you don't necessarily vibe with. So, Mm -hmm. to be honest, like I was saying before, I forgot some of the vacations they went on, and I think that's because Emily Henry did a nice job of making it more about Poppy and Alex's relationship than the places they actually traveled. So I thought that was well done. Mm -hmm. 
Though I do have to mention, I wanted a little bit more out of their Nashville vacation because the Billy Ray Cyrus hotel room made me laugh out loud and I wanted more of that. <laughs> Love like, that. That sounded like a great We could have spent more time there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think y'all are totally right. Like, it really is more about the people than the place. You know, like when I had an absolutely wonderful solo trip planned to Italy and I was totally ready for some really exciting me time in Lake Como and then I got all googly eyes for my new boyfriend and (laughs) right after we started dating and I convinced him to come with me and then I got the sickest I've ever been in years (laughs) while I was there and never forget my fever breaking as we're walking to catch the train in Venice and it's mid-December probably like mid-30s out which by the way wonderful time to visit it's off peak for tourism season and honestly Great time to go if you don't have the flu. Um, and I was like <laughs> outside in a t-shirt, just absolutely drenched in sweat, still trying to convince oh. him that I have a sinus infection. And that was the moment he really was like, no, you have the flu. And I was really like, no, no, no. But <laughs> really glad it wasn't a solo trip. So I would agree. It's more about the people than the place. Yeah. But if you've got to have the flu, you might as well have it with a beautiful view. Yeah, Question mark. True. Oh, how sweet. (laughs) That's so sweet. What a guy, that one. Seriously. Speaking of vacations gone wrong, are there any vacations you know you'd hate? Okay, yeah. Not to dunk on cruises, but I'm going to dunk on cruises. (laughs) Apologies to any of our listeners who feel passionate about cruises and or the cruise industry. Uh, (laughs) Particularly Disney cruises. Yeah, those really combine two of my least favorite things. I mean, imagine being stuck on a Disney-themed ship out at sea. That is my nightmare. <laughs> That's all I have to say. I didn't think about cruises until I I saw that. So, absolutely, Disney cruises? No. No. I mean, any cruises? I'll. Okay, I do want to go on an Alaskan cruise, just because I feel like it would be beautiful. But, like, a short Girl, a short you know one. you can just go to Alaska. <laughs> you don't need know. a boat to take you there. I know, but I kind of want to play shuffleboard. <laughs> Dude, you, you know there's, shuff- you can find you can find shuffleboard other places in Alaska. Shut up! <laughs> I want to go on a fucking Alaskan cruise, okay? Go. The only Stop cruise I want to go outside on. of cruise ships. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only cruise I've ever wanted to go on. Honestly, I All think right, it's because live your truth. Live your truth. So okay. My grandma always, when when I moved out here, she wanted to bring my grandpa out here and go on an Alaskan cruise. And I think that's the, and okay, honestly, when, that. yeah. So when they told me that at first, I was like, eh, but now that she's passed away, I'm like, oh, I kind of right. I kind of like, like that. Yeah. yeah. Because they loved Alaska. They Our grandparents did. went to Alaska like, all the time. I feel like it was like a yearly thing. A yearly thing. Yeah. And like what, I remember one time when I was really little, my grandpa went, uh, panning for gold and he brought me some nug- some little like flakes of gold in this little vial and I thought it was the coolest thing ever I'm like look at this it's real gold so I got a rock <laughs> what the heck hold on there. <laughs> I got a rock Paige got a rock and, and I socks. got gold I got yeah. socks sorry, they ran and out a rock gold. and you got gold <laughs> they ran out sorry fresh out I got all the gold all right. <laughs> oh that's funny um but and it's funny because in my answer, I say that the Arctic is off limits. I mean, like, I'm thinking, have you ever seen the show Alone? I'm not going to the Arctic, no. like, for Alone. I love that show. People, they, it's survivalist. 
any solo trips like that, I'm I'm not down for. Um, and I could probably skip like Middle America. Eh, this kind of seems like it's all the same. Sorry, I've driven through America. it. That's all. Yeah, sorry, I just don't see the draw. Um, but yeah, as long as it's there's somewhere beautiful to see and there's really good food to try, I'm kind of down. Um, I'm a vacationer that likes to plan, maybe like one big thing, and then the rest of the time I just explore at my leisure. Um, I prefer secluded places as opposed to cities, uh, but I do love experiencing the hustle and bustle, which I know Erica is going to promptly call me a mom for. <laughs> you are such a mom. <laughs> like, I okay, don't ever but... remember hearing that term before. Like, that is <laughs> the hustle and bustle in the big city. Shut up! <laughs> ah! the oh, I love it. So anyways, Paige? Yeah, I agree with both of you. Cruises... No, absolutely not. They scare the poop out of me. My mind literally goes right to the Titanic. I know that's really silly and stupid, but... <laughs> we saw how no, that ended. It's not. Not well. Not Those great. ships still sometimes, like, you know, do their Do thing. some crazy things, so and it still And happens. I've heard horror stories of people being held hostage, right? Because you're on cruising? international waters. Right? I have read... I, I did... Oh, you just reminded me of this... Uh, this okay i listened to um you know, a lot of true crime stuff and there was one about a girl who was like kidnapped on a cruise ship and nope. no i don't want to go on yep. an alaskan cruise absolutely yeah. not nope not no, even also, get down with that when covid happened the crew members a lot of them ended up just like stuck oh yeah that's yeah right. that's like my like couldn't go home biggest fear is getting stuck on the ocean just stuck <laughs> the employees of the industry and like <laughs> countries wouldn't let them dock Gosh, that's so they were just floating. floating around. That is, yeah, my biggest nightmare. That sounds miserable. And yeah, what kind of vacation person am I? I like to experience all the things. So if I'm going to go on a trip, I want to make it worthwhile. I don't want to be cooped up in a hotel room, you know, doing nothing. So, yeah, definitely like an explorer. But I think when you go on a vacation, you need to have like a certain mindset which I have a hard time with. You have to have low expectations. You have to be laid back and willing to say yes to things you normally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But that's what I struggle with. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I hear that. Mm-hmm. It's all about the mindset going in. For sure. Or, people. alternatively, like, just being on the same page as the people you're traveling with. Yes. Like, you don't necessarily have to be in that mindset, but, like, as long as you're in the same mindset as your travel companions, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But if y'all are on different pages, God's yeah, it's not gonna go well, right? Yeah, you have to travel with the right people. I'm like a I'm like a fifty fifty relaxation, like doing stuff. I'm probably like a I don't mind 20. being cooped up somewhere. <laughs> or yeah, eighty twenty. Well, 80/20. but if eighty is the relaxation, no, I'm eighty is the doing, doing stuff. stuff. I I know yeah. I've traveled you with know, you. I'm a, I'm a sleepy girl, y'all. Like. I'm more down. I'm chilling. Yeah. I like to, I like to do, that's why I say I like, I like to plan like one big thing and then the rest of the time you. you just kind of go around and if you see a cool activity, like, you'll and do I, it. I wasn't like that until I met Brandon because he's very much like, he doesn't even, he won't even book hotels sometimes until like he gets to the place and then he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll book a hotel. I don't like that part. I need to know where I'm sleeping. I And mm-hmm. so he and I, like, that's where we've, we've compromised. But when I first met him, he didn't even like to, he didn't even like to book hotels. And I think that's because yeah. he used to travel 
like with the band and they Touring. just they yeah they toured so they didn't know figure it out what city they were gonna land in that night because they were their fucking car would break down there's this one where like this random guy came out of nowhere in the middle of the night they were broken down in this city and like this random guy like miraculously showed up helped them fix the car and like disappeared like <laughs> like an unsolved mysteries angel that just shows up out of nowhere to help you and then I goes love away it fascinating yeah stuff. that'll really like forge some interesting travel habits yes. if that's what you're used to we've combined our two now so sometimes the best vacations are the ones that we least expect what is the best vacation you've been on you are telling me i love a spontaneous vacation one of my most favorite vacations ever also had the least amount of lead time one of my friends had just quit her job and she had a couple weeks off in between her new one she chatted me one day at work out of the blue. Want to go to Thailand? I was like, I'm going to need more details on that one. <laughs> and a month later, we were in Thailand hanging out with her brother who lived there um, with him and his friends. It was such a dream. We booked our flights. He did almost all the logistics That's and awesome. planning from there. Same with the time that a few of my friends and I saw a great deal on flights to Barcelona. Shout out to Scott's Cheap Flights for making pre-Panini travel dreams come true. Um, we had just the most fun, except for the part where I turned into a crispy little lobster girl. Too little sunscreen and too much time on a sailboat. But it was great. No regrets, except for the sunscreen. That sounds like so much fun. The best vacation for me was when I had first met Brandon. Two weeks later, I flew out to meet up with him in Seattle. And at the end of it, I was like, are we doing this? Because... I just, well, obviously I fell in love with him. I was a smitten kitten. It was just so much fun because we planned absolutely nothing because as I had mentioned, Brandon doesn't plan things. <laughs> um, we just walked around being tourists and got to know each other. And I have this picture of us in front of like the green screen, like photo thing, that cheesy thing that you do at the Space Needle with us, with it behind us. And I have never looked happier in a the, being photographed i just have the biggest smile on my face with them and um i'll have to share it on the instagram because it's one of my favorite photos uh yeah i i just i fell in love with him in the pacific northwest and i moved out here and that was that's probably one of my favorite trips we love love yes, we do my favorite vacation that turned out better than i expected was a vacation with erica and her mom to georgia what up? <laughs> I had zero. I love yeah, it. I had zero expectations because we were just going to visit her family. <laughs> so I was just going along <laughs> for the ride. <laughs> I went for two years and both times mm-hmm. I felt very comfortable traveling with you and your mom. We came out that vacation with so many like hilarious stories each time. So I think that was we my did. favorite. There's so many funny times and I think it's just like road tripping too you know driving there's a lot (laughs) yeah honorable mention for that trip like nothing says real friends like driving 12 hours to meet my family twice (laughs) like you're talking about like eating with my mom and I think we have that picture of like both of you just eating Cheerios out of the back of our car like some hotel parking lot we'll put that on Instagram too if we can find it it's so funny chilling in a parking lot eating Cheerios (laughs) all this adorable we had so much fun on those trips. I loved them. <laughs> Aw, that's so sweet. Something that was kind of frustrating throughout was that it took Alex and Poppy forever to communicate how they truly felt about each other. 
were you happy when Alex and Poppy got together? And have you ever had a friendship that turned into a relationship? I mean, neither of them ever learned direct communication. I was really rooting for them the entire time. So I was very happy for them when they got there. But oh my god, life is too short for half-truths to just tell them how you feel. (laughs) Right. That's all I have to say. I don't know about a friendship-turned-relationship, but I do know a thing or two about an acquaintanceship-turned-relationship. And I could say that's pretty swell. Because, like, going into that, you know just enough to validate that they're probably not out here harboring some really problematic hobby. Like, I don't know, making skin suits out of people they meet in bars. But... (laughs) Not enough to hold a past against them in really petty and small ways, because let's be real, were any of us at our best selves in high school? I would argue we were not. You're lying if you say yes. So, I call it a win-win. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have zero chill when I'm into someone, so I've never had a friendship organically become romantic. Um, <laughs> never, ever. Um, I think it took forever because of that cliche that, um, I don't want to lose you as a friend business, uh, which I think is, I mean, it's, it's valid, but I also think they both loved each other so much as friends and each was guarded in their own way. And it took a lot for them to risk it. Uh, and they were also clueless as to how each other felt or so they, they let themselves believe they were clueless. They were gaslighting themselves the entire time. Let's be honest. So... Yeah. Um, and I know that they were like, you know, fear of rejection, blah, blah, blah. But come on, this took way too long. <laughs> Just, it really did. But yeah, um, it's never stopped me because again, uh, zero chill. That kind of stuff has never stopped me. I would much rather put myself on the line and get those feelings out of the way than like wait years and years and go through useless relationships you know, with that lingering in the air. Because you also can't uh, have a, like, really good relationship with someone else if you're harboring feelings for your best friend that, you know, you've been in love right. with forever. which we saw in It's the not book. healthy. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's weird. <laughs> Poor Sarah. I'm not waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> Poor frickin' Sarah. Ugh. Poor gal. Yeah, I was really happy when they finally got together, but that build-up went on for so long and I totally get why because I think they both needed to mature in different ways and get past things before being able to make things work together so it was a whole timing thing but there were times Mm -hmm. I got so annoyed and I just wanted to yell like just tell each other how you feel already holy moly (sighs) and also I mean how sad would that story be if they're like they met each other and they were honest with each other <laughs> it would be a very short book <laughs> at the end one doesn't make one for happier life it doesn't make for good reading but they would be what a happier, happier life yeah <laughs> Ooh. many people have been comparing the book to the movie when mary had uh, met sally do you agree with the comparison do you prefer the book or the movie so, I meant to watch this movie last night, and then I didn't. Regrettably, I'm unqualified <laughs> so to answer sad. this. And I didn't. <laughs> oh, and, uh, didn't. I would say still I put watch it. on the it. background. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you so. should, 
you should watch it before we air this episode so then you can give a review your your opinions on our instagram account i'll give a written review stay tuned on real friends underscore podcast (laughs) stay tuned I was one of those people that was comparing it to When Harry Met Sally um, when I read the description of the book. And um, I was pleasantly surprised because it feels very much, very similar, but also very different. And I love When Harry Met Sally is one of my uh, top 10 favorites. I really, really loved this, that movie. I was actually worried that it wouldn't hold up to the love that I have for When Harry Met Sally, Um, but it did. Because it's just, it's just different enough. You know, I was worried that it was either going to be, like, so much like it, but it, no, it was great. Um, so I will not choose between the two of them because I loved them both and I will not choose. I refuse. Do not make me. I will fight you. Oh, wow. wow. A refusal of the question itself. (laughs) That's something we learn in our next book. Stay tuned. I know. I read one chapter and look at me now. (laughs) That's a takeaway. <laughs> Next, how to do nothing. Now I'm gonna go watch some birds, and I'll be back later. <laughs> See you never. Watch all the birds. I'll be birds. You'll understand that part. reference if you tune into our next episode <laughs> in two weeks. I immediately watched the movie after I read the book, and I think the main difference to the book and to the movie is the chemistry. I just mm-hmm. feel like Poppy and Alex, you could pick up the intensity or the sense of chemistry in the air with them. Yeah. And you can just pick up how they feel about each other in general. Whereas in the movie, I feel like it's more like they just tolerate each other and then they start liking each other like later on. Yes. That's exactly how it is. They kind of, they really dislike each other in the movie right away. And then... Like you said, and then they talk, fate they just keeps bringing them together. Like there's right. weird instances that bring them together. It's not like the vacations that Alex and Poppy are taking, and then they're friends throughout. Right. Like, Alex it's, and it's Poppy like become random. friends right away. It takes a while mm-hmm. for Harry and Sally to do the same. Ugh, I didn't watch that before. I didn't watch that before this. I should have because it's been a while. Yeah. Such a good movie. But I think I actually prefer the book just like a little bit more but i think that's because i like alex a hell of a lot more than harry yeah i had another going in the background last night as i answered these questions and he seemed uninspiring to say the least yeah i can't wait to get your opinions on him yeah, i don't think you'll like him. <laughs> no you're gonna hate him and i can't wait to hear it also i don't think i don't think that i don't think that movie ages well no <laughs> i like it for nostalgic reasons <laughs> A big discussion throughout is that Harry doesn't believe you can be friends with the opposite sex because eventually sex will ruin the friendship. What are your opinions on this? I think Harry's an idiot. I've never (laughs) met him. Dudes who try to use this line of reasoning are basically just using it as a lazy man's way of saying they don't see women as full people without actually having to say they don't see women as full people. Because if you truly respect and value a person for more than just the potential to maybe one day have sex with them, their gender shouldn't be relevant to your friendship. Yeah, I I don't think I don't think that there's an issue with being friends of the opposite sex. That won't ruin your relationship. It's all situational. Um, because if there's a romantic element to your friendship, then there yeah, then mm-hmm. there's a potential to it. But that's right. a different fucking story. I don't um I don't 
t- every man I talk to, I'm not like wanting to you right. know, have a romantic like, sure, relationship with. Then maybe right? but sometimes that's I not... just want to be your friend. Right? That's mm-hmm. well, that's just that's that's just dudes thinking way too highly of right? themselves. <laughs> that's such a one dimensional look at friendships <laughs> with people. <laughs> So, last question here. Do you think Alex and Poppy will make it? Where do you think they'll decide to live? Ohio or New York? Oh, I would love to think that they can make it. I love love. I also love the thought of them landing somewhere new and making it home. And not going back to either Ohio or New York. I would love to see Alex step out and try New York for just a minute. I think that you know, that could be nice to see him maybe try to extend that olive branch. But I do really ultimately love the idea of them trying to land somewhere new, new to both of them and make a community there. Um, but I mean, whatever they do, please don't go back to Ohio. Again, apologies <laughs> to our listeners in Ohio. Love y'all. Please keep listening. But don't move there. <laughs> I think the story is set up for them to, for us to believe that they're going to make it. Um, as far as they will land, I have no clue. She, she left it really open-ended. I, like Erica, would like them to find somewhere new and neutral. As someone who left where they had grown up to be with my partner, I sometimes, and I love the Pacific Northwest, but sometimes I wish that Brandon and I could uh, carve out somewhere, somewhere new for both of us because... It does, there is an imbalance to it if you, you make a lot of compromises that way, but it would be, it's, I think it's healthier if you just are new, so it's a shared experience. I think (laughs) um, they will make it because I'm a hopeless romantic and I want a happy ending. I also think um, it would be really cool if they either, like you guys were saying, find somewhere new together that's different or why not just go back and forth between the two places you know just like a snowbird situation yeah live in michigan for half you don't need to go to florida though florida for half the year why not do that sorry why not it's just gonna be snowy (laughs) but not really but i'm just saying let's see i've hated on ohio florida (laughs) middle america Okay. All right. So now it's time where we wrap things up with a one sentence summary. Just kiss already. Good God. <laughs> Sorry, that's so good. <laughs> Seriously, though, that is the Thank perfect you. one sentence. Mine is similar ish. Um, the one where buildup of sexual tension will kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, yes. though. Oh, man, I just... Okay, we didn't talk about their, them, them having sex. <laughs> really? But... You're going to tangent this before Paige gets to say oh her thing God, again. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. We don't need to talk about their sex. <laughs> Are you sure? Do you... All right. The millennial version of when Harry met Sally. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, that's that for that. We'll be dropping our upcoming reads in the show notes if you want to read along for next time. Coming up next, we've got How to Do Nothing, Resisting the Attention Economy. Ready Player Two, a listener request. And then the one by John Mars. That's right, folks. Not a romance or historical read. Who am I? We don't know Ah! her. We're real friends who read books. I'm Mary Page. I'm Erica. 
And I'm Courtney. Get your reading. See you in two weeks. Bye. Later, nerds. I want a cool, what is that phrase that you... Sign off? Don't worry about me. Never mind. Yes, thank you. (laughs) I can't think of words today. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you find yourself on Instagram, check out our page at realfriends underscore podcast. We can't forget our special thanks to Brandon Schmunk for our theme. this mo- that movie <laughs> my soda stream i thought that was a sigh <laughs> i don't know why it makes it funnier that it's a soda stream not sponsored by soda stream soda stream sponsor us for spicy water